Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, folks, football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all of the up to minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips. With Bet Online's real time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available everywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome into Believe Me right here on Stadium TV. Cam Rogers coming at you. I'm alongside my all-stars, Brandon Lang of BrandonLang.com, professional handicapper and Clay Harbor, my favorite tight end ever in the National Football League. Gentlemen, another good week for you guys. 4-2-1, and one, both of you tied. Clay is ahead, so Clay Maker, how are you feeling? You know, I'm feeling good. You know, I made a couple of, you know, the, the two that I lost, I felt like, you know, I shouldn't have went that way, and there were 50-50 balls, but in the NFL, when there's a 50-50 ball up there, you got to come down with it, baby. And I'll come down with the 50-50 ball this week. Now, I'm sensing a good, profitable week for yeah. you all if you follow what the Claymaker is saying. You're like Anquan Bolden, of course, as a Ravens <laughs> fan. I have to reference him. He goes up and gets the football. All right, Brandon. Well, you know, since we've started college football, my friend, you have been red hot. And we will start with you as we get into these selections. A top 10 matchup, Oregon and Washington, the Border war, as they call it, the 114th all-time meeting between these two teams. And the Huskies are laying three in this one. The Ducks are coming off a blowout road win at Stanford. They're also 5-0 and against the number. What is the play here? Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. Um, when you break down who Oregon's played, they haven't played anybody. And so now you're stepping up here and facing Washington. And this basically goes Oregon on the road at Washington. I'm a believer in Penix Jr. I'm a believer in what they're doing. I'm a believer in everything Washington Huskies. Yeah, they had a snoozer, 31-24 down at Arizona State. But prior to that, they had been blowing the doors off every single team. This isn't Colorado that's Oregon's playing. This is a big boy game at a big boy stadium and I'm going to go with Washington at home. I'm going to buy the half point late two and a half and call for the Huskies to continue their surge. Because in my opinion, the best team in the Pac-12 
is the Washington Huskies, and they will show it on Saturday. Yeah, Clay, this could be a de facto Pac-12 championship game. By the way, are you going to buy any half points at all this season, Clay, or is it I'm only going to be buying, I'm not buying any points. You guys save save that extra money. It's going to go on your odds, and it's going to end up being worth more in the, in the back, and I don't need to buy the points. I can give you guys the straights here. And here's what I got for you today. I, You know, I like what Brandon's saying. You know, Oregon did come off a big 42-6 to blowout road win at Stanford last week. So they're used to, they're on the road. They're at Stanford. They went 42 to six at the same time, Washington, when they're favored by 20 against Arizona and Tucson only win 31 to 27, you know, your Heisman candidate, Michael Penix jr. Had no touchdown passes. He had a solid game 30, 40, but I like the ducks here. They know how to go on the road. You know, Washington barely beats Arizona a team that they're favored to beat by 20 points. I think Oregon coming off that big win, another road trip, you know, the system is, they know what they're doing. They're on the road last week. Now they're back on the road. It's going to be an exciting game for Oregon. I'm taking Oregon to pull this one out. I'm going with the Huskies. And what did we talk about last week with Georgia laying that big number? They were horrible against the number so far going into that game. What did they do? They covered eventually Oregon is not going to cover a football game. And I think it's going to happen in this one against a very good Washington team. All right, let's talk about Auburn taking on LSU. LSU, the number 22 team in the nation, Brandon Lang. They are laying 11 at home and they played Missouri last week. Missouri put up 527 yards. This defense is not good. What are you doing here? I'm going to take Auburn plus the points. LSU can't stop anybody. Clay could come out of retirement, go back into college for this game and catch 11 catches for 279 yards and four touchdowns against this LSU defense. They are terrible. I can do that against a good defense. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. And I'll say it again. You cannot cover double-digit numbers in any level of football, high school, college, pro, if you don't have a defense. And they don't have a defense. Hugh Freeze has been a great double-digit dog over the course of his career, 72% cover rate. And I'm going to go with the freeze man in Auburn, plus the points. Keep this close in Baton Rouge. LSU, Clay, 3-2 and two ATS so far this season. LSU's offense is great, but, you know, you look in the Auburn Tigers, you're heading in this matchup, 3-2 and two in the season. Uh, the last contest, they faced the Georgia Bulldogs, and they – Played them tough. They lost 27-20. You know, I, you know, I like that. So Auburn can play the best. They can stay close. So you're telling me LSU is going to beat Auburn by more than the Georgia Bulldogs did? I don't see it. I think this game's close. Obviously, you, you know, I, I don't think they win the game, but I'm taking Auburn with the 11 to, to cover here. I like Auburn. Yeah, I like Auburn too. LSU's rushing attack, pretty darn good. Auburn struggles on the front seven, but even still, LSU's defense, I mean, honestly, you should go with the over in this one. Not very good either. So, all right, let's go with Auburn and the points and a big-time historic rivalry between USC and Notre Dame. Brandon, we've talked about the Fighting Irish a lot so far this season. Notre Dame, number 21 team in the nation, laying less than a field goal. Minus two and a half against the number 10 team in the nation in the Trojans. Very fishy line here, Brandon. What are you doing? Yeah, of all the games last weekend that I watched, the one that was the most shocking to me was Louisville beating Notre Dame outright. 
That to me was very, very shocking. Brom comes over from Purdue. He played there. He's everybody's choice a couple of years ago when they hired Petrino back and then they hired the guy from Appalachian State. And so Brom finally gets the job. You look up, they're a six point home dog and they dominate Notre Dame. Now they're six and oh, and the whole world in Louisville and that city are going crazy. So the question is, how good is Notre Dame? They played Ohio State tough, probably should have beat Ohio State, but they didn't. And so now here we go. Two losses out of the national championship picture. What happens at the end of the day if you can't beat Louisville? And listen, I know USC's defense is suspect. I do. But if Louisville's offense, if an inexperienced quarterback can put up over 30 on Notre Dame, what's Caleb Williams and the Trojans going to do in a rivalry game? And for that matter, where do you search if you're Notre Dame knowing you're out of the national championship picture? Essentially, your season's over. I know it's a rivalry game. But what in the world is going on? USC's undefeated. They still think they got a shot at the Final Four. I'm telling you, as much as I'd like to lay it with Notre Dame, I have to question where they're at mentally. After two losses, season over, let's get ready to play the Blue Bonnet Bowl down in Louisiana because that's all you're getting with two <laughs> losses. You lose this. You have three losses. I, th- I bet you they're begging you to take Notre Dame at minus two and a half. I don't see it. I will take USC plus the two and a half and Caleb Williams having a big day, much the way the Louisville quarterback did last Saturday. Vegas is baiting you on this one. They're dangling the dollar in front of you here, Clay. By the way, just quickly comment on this, Clay. As a player, was there a moment during the season when you knew you were not making the playoffs and then maybe you saw some lack of motivation out there and then, of course, get into the selection here? I played with the Jacksonville Jaguars for three seasons. Uh, we knew we weren't making the playoffs from the time that first ball was snapped. There's no lack of motivation. You're still going to go out there and you're going to play hard because you're playing hard to put it on tape. You want to go to these college kids. They're playing hard to get to the NFL. They're trying to make money in the NFL. They're trying to play for their, their university. Notre Dame, tough loss. 33-20 against, against Louisville, brutal loss. But this defense is still good. Okay, this defense is still averaging 15.9 points a game given up. And this is a tough one because USC's defense is awful. So I'm going to take, I'm going to bet that Notre Dame's defense can stifle Caleb Williams, who didn't have a great game last week. He didn't. So I'm, I, I, they're going to see that on tape. They're going to watch it. They're going to say, hey, we can play with this guy. This guy's the number one pick in the NFL draft. We can stop this dude. And, and I think their offense will do enough to win by – over two and a half. So I am taking okay. Notre Dame minus the two and a half to take this one. This would be a pass for me normally, but we have to talk about this game considering the rivalry. They're both ranked, all that stuff. I will go with the Trojans in this one because of the motivation factor, but I don't feel great about it. We'll see what happens on Saturday. Let's go to the National Football League. We've got a four-pack of games to break down, and Clay, we'll start with the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Cincinnati Bengals, again, laying less than a field goal, minus two and a half in this one, coming off a solid performance against the Cardinals, Clay. Joe Burrow looks healthy. What's the play here? This is probably my toughest play because, you know, Joe Burrow, he came back and he looked like he's old Joe Burrow. He's Broadway. He is doing it all. He's throwing the ball around the field over 300 yards. Jamar Chase looked great. So, so... This guy looks like old Joe Burrow. But then we got the Seahawks who are 3-1 and one coming off a bye week. Okay? So this is tough. Which way you go? You got the extra day for rest. Yeah, they're traveling Cincinnati. They're on a bye week, though. They're rested. They've been watching Bengals film for two weeks. But Joe Burrow finally snaps out of it. 
I'm going to bet my money on Joe Burrow being back. I only saw it for one week. Only saw it for one week. So that's why this is tough. I don't know if this is the anomaly or if this is the old Joe Burrow. Old Joe Burrow will beat the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks, if he is not 100% healthy, will win this game. I'm betting on Joe, Joe Burrow. And in that sense, I'm betting on the Bengals minus two and a half. All right, Brandon, minus two and a half with the Bengals. I would surmise this is going to be a popular public pick here this week. Public's going down. What have the Bengals oh done? What have the Bengals done? They get the blown quarterback out against- had a strained calf. Okay. Great. <laughs> yeah. So they, beat, so they beat Arizona last week. Great. They go to Tennessee and get blown out by 24 against a garbage Tennessee team. Let me say that again. A garbage Tennessee team. They struggle to beat the Rams at home, who are garbage. And then they lose to the Baltimore Ravens. At some point, you have to accept the fact that Joe Burrows or no Joe Burrows, the window for the Cincinnati Bengals has closed. That's it. They're done. Seattle is a team coming off a bye week with a coach who is fantastic. I'm going to buy the half point, get three. It wouldn't surprise me if this game goes to three. Wait, buy the half, get three and a half. But I just don't say Seattle's coming in here to cover. They're going to come in here and win this game outright. Why? Because Cincinnati went down to Arizona and beat Arizona. Oh, but Arizona beat Dallas. Well, what happened last week with Dallas and San Francisco? Give me Seattle all day long as the claymaker goes down with a haymaker in this. The, the claymaker has had a strained calf before, and the claymaker knows how that feels trying to play with a strained calf. When that thing gets healthy, all of a sudden you're trying to tell me Joe Burrow goes from the second best quarterback in the NFL to some bum for, for no reason. He ain't got no O line, bro. He ain't got no O line, bro. He ain't got no O line, bro. He was injured. He ain't got no O line, bro. Joe Burrow all, right, didn't Brandon, all of a sudden play. turn into a, to a scrub. Joe Burrow is back to Joe Burrow. That's what I'm betting on. Okay. Well, I will say this. Seattle, not very good at getting after the quarterback. So that is a happy thing for the Bengals. I'll go with the Bengals in this one. I think they're back after that performance against the Cardinals. And I do think they're a better team than Seattle. I think Seattle may be overvalued right now. All right. Let's talk about the Cardinals and the Rams. Speaking of the Cardinals, the Rams are laying a touchdown, seven points against the Cardinals here. The Rams have dominated this series of late as well, Brandon. What are you going to do here? You can't trust the Rams laying points against anybody. Simple as that. They're just not a good football team. They'll probably win this game, probably win it by a field goal. But this Arizona team's feisty. You know, they're coming off the, the big win against Dallas. Then they faced San Francisco on the road, got beat up a little bit. Then they came back home and, and got caught looking ahead to this one right here as a divisional game. I don't trust the Rams laying this kind of number. I'll buy the half point. I'll make sure I get seven and a half. And I look for Arizona fight and fight hard here. I'm going to take Arizona plus the points. Okay. Arizona plus seven and a half here, Clay. What do you think? You know, once you look at the Cardinals defense, they're ranked 27th in the NFL on defense, giving up 27.2 points per game. Yeah. You look at the Rams, a tough game for them, but you saw it. You saw Cooper cut back Puka Nakua with Stafford. Big week there. And the Cardinals, tough outing for them. They lost by 11. The Cardinals weren't in this game. I think that this game is going to be close, but I think at the end of the day, I'm taking the Rams plus the seven. Stafford, Cooper Cup's back. Aaron Donald is going to wreak havoc on that Arizona offense. So I think this game is going to be a 10-point game. 
I'm taking my Rams plus a seven. You want to anybody? You want to tell him what he's missing there? Minus right seven. Minus, minus seven. seven. Yeah. Minus seven. Can anybody ex- Clay, explain this to me. I mean, you're the Dallas Cowboys, right? And at one point, you look phenomenal. Another point, you lose horribly to the Arizona Cardinals. And then you get blown out by the San Francisco 49ers. Does it just go to show how random the NFL is? And the margin of differential in talent in this league is so thin. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The, the talent differential is crazy because, I mean, you'll see it one week, you know, even as a player. You'll go in, you'll beat the brakes off of a team, right. and, and they'll go and play a team that just beat the brakes off of you, and then they play each other, and the team that you thought for sure was going to win doesn't win. So, I mean, you really, if you want to really get nitpicky, you have to find little things, and, you know, it's all about based off of matchups. How do teams match up against each other? It doesn't matter what they did last week. It's about finding the matchup and who plays well against who look at the positional matchups. That's what you do. That's how you find the teams are going to win. Brandon, let me give you a different lens here than the claymakers even thinking about the Dallas Cowboys who the F U C K had they played before that game last Sunday. At BrandonLang.com, the San Francisco 49ers, minus the points, was the biggest NFL play I've had in 20 years. Told my clients to bet everything they owned on it. And what I told them was this. The Dallas Cowboys played the Giants and the Jets and went to Arizona and just didn't lose to Arizona. They were dominated by Arizona. Look at your stats. Look at your numbers. They were dominated. Then they come home and they beat a really, really, really bad New England team. So what does everybody do? Oh, the Cowboys are back. They beat New England 38-3. They're back. They're back. They're back. The Niners were a real football team. The point spread in that game should have been seven, eight, maybe nine. But because Dallas is a public team, a public wagered team, Vegas came in with that three and a half number. People bet the Dallas Cowboys. And I sat there saying, you're not going to get a game like this maybe in the next 10 years. That is an absolute gift of a lifetime. Dak Prescott after the game. Well, man, I, I just didn't see that coming. Dak, you played the Giants, the Jets, Arizona, New England. You're playing the best team. In the NFL right now, 42-10, I rest my case. Great insight there. All right, guys. I saw a lot of cappers last week, by the way, saying, like, game of the week, Cowboys plus the three and a half. Boy, that did not turn out well at all. We all were right. perfect here, believe me. We all said, yo, oh, yeah. 49ers yep. are going to take down we the Cowboys. Them. Easiest play yep. of the week. Yep. All right, interesting one here. Eagles and Jets, America's game of the week, although no Aaron Rodgers, guys. The more I watch the Jets, the more I wish Aaron Rodgers was healthy and playing football, but here we are. Jets plus the seven at home here, Clay, against the Eagles. 
It's a tough one. I mean, seven points is 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 right, you know, is is right where it should be. But I, you know, I like the Eagles here. The Jets offense hasn't been as bad as as people thought. You know, Zach Wilson has completed 70% of his passes the past two weeks, but the Jets defense isn't what people thought either. This is a middle of the field defense, and the Eagles can run the ball or they can throw the ball whatever they want on you. And this defense has been picking it up. Obviously they, you know, they, they're having some, some struggles in the defensive backfield with injuries, but overall this Eagles team is just going to overwhelm the jets. They can run, they can pass Jalen hurt show that he still's got it in his system to run the football too. This guy had 70 plus rushing yards last week to go with yeah. the 300 passing. Okay. This guy can do it all. I love this Eagles team. I'm taking the Eagles. I'm taking the, 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 the Eagles plus the seven. So, Brandon, it's tempting home dog situation plus the seven, but I can't trust the Jets. Can you? I mean, you probably said the same thing when they faced Kansas City. Lost by three. True. Figured, figured out a way to cover. Monday night against Buffalo. Figured out a way to cover. I mean, as bad as they are, as much as they suck, as horrible as they are, they had one game this year where they got blown out at Dallas. Other than that, they hang around, they hang around, they hang around, and they hang around. And now you're giving me more than basically a touchdown because I guarantee you by the time Sunday kicks off, this line's going to be seven and a half, eight. I yep. guarantee it. it's going to work its way exactly where KC was when KC was laying that eight and a half number. I'm sorry. I'll ride the Jets plus the points again. They hang around, hang around, hang around. Philly didn't look good against Washington. They didn't look good last week against the Rams. They've had one blowout win this year, and that's it. Give me the home dog plus the points. If you can cover against Buffalo, if you can cover against KC, you'll figure you out what to You give Brandon some points. Well. He's going to take the points. Brandon loves the give points. Give me some points. <laughs> I'll go Whatever with the Jets. Points, I'll take the points. One thing, though, that I know about NFL betting, Brandon, right? You have to bet ugly sometimes to be profitable, and that is an ugly bet for sure, but I'll take the plus seven with the Jets. Okay, let's wrap up with this one. The Vikings and the Bears in Chicago, Clay. The Bears are catching two and a half at home, getting two and a half points. Coming off that emotional win against the Commanders. Finally, they won a game. Is it a letdown spot here for Chicago, Clay? No Justin Jefferson, by the way, for the Vikings. If it was Justin Jefferson, as bad as this defense, this past defense is, Chicago's giving up a 110 rating to wide receivers they're playing against on the season, the worst in the NFL. Okay, this past defense is horrendous, but Justin Jefferson is out. Okay, so that makes things difficult. I think it is going to be a little bit of a letdown spot, but the Bears played the Vikings tough last year. The Bears are coming off of two big games. I think the Bears have a chance to win this one. You know, obviously, Kirk Cousins is a great quarterback. I mean, in the in the regular season, at least we can say this guy can play regular season football. It's a tough game. I like where Justin Fields setting. I think Chicago, DJ Moore looking good. Chase Claypool addition by subtraction. I'm going to take the Bears plus the points. I'm not super confident about it, but I just think this is going to be a, a, a one to two point game. You know, if I'm Brandon, I'm going to say I'm going to buy that half point, make it the Bears plus the three. But I'm going to stick with the Bears plus the two and a half here. Tough call. Without Justin Jefferson, I'm going with the Bears. Brandon, can you trust Kirk Cousins? You go into Washington and beat that team in the manner in which you did with that defensive line and you beat the doors off them 40-20, and you're Minnesota sitting there at one and four without your best player going on the road laying points, uh-uh. The Bears found something last week. They found something big time against Washington. In fact, they played tough in Denver, probably a game they should have won at home. 
Kansas City, they got blown out. Tampa Bay, they played tough, losing by 10. Green Bay, they got blown out early in the year. I like Chicago here. And, yes, I'll buy the half point, make sure I get three, just in case it falls on a field goal game, because the value of the half point, Clay at some point will realize that smart gamblers buy the half point when they have to. I'm going to take the Bears plus, plus the three. We're all on the Bears, plus the three slash plus the two and a half in that football game. All right, guys, we have a lot of disagreements on this show here, so we could have some shakeups yeah. in terms of the leaderboards by There's the time we talk There's going to be some big shakeups this week, baby. That's what I like, though. I like when I dis- disagree with Brandon. I'm watching the game. I'm going to say, okay, who did B. Lang take? Who did the Claymaker take? And I'm going to make sure that I, that I let Brandon know about it next week when I come back with the W. You got it. Folks, it's good content. As always, appreciate being on with you two gentlemen. This has been Believe Me right here on Stadium TV. For Brandon Lang and Clay Harbor, my name is Cam Rogers. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will talk to you next week. Best of luck to your bets. See you soon. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.